What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all of the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 32 for the week of October 2nd, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my fabulous co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all the information you need as we cover Disney Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, a Figment movie is in the works at Disney. Uh, Marvel's Armor Wars Disney Plus series is being redeveloped as a theatrical release, and Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are teaming up for Deadpool 3. We're going to discuss these stories, let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week, and bring you our top 10 posts for the week. In our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome everyone. So glad to be back. Let's kick things off uh, with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include the premieres of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2, the Disney Plus original movie Hocus Pocus 2, Episode 4 of Star Wars Andar, and uh, Episode 7 of Marvel's She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Over on Hulu, we've got the final episode from Season 2 of Reservation Dogs that is now streaming, uh, along with all 10 episodes from Season 3 of Raimi. Uh, Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada and Australia see another episode of FX's The Patient that is now available, and Season 2 of The D'Amelio Show has debuted. On Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, the first series from Disney's Onyx Collective, Reasonable Doubt, is now streaming, along with Episode 2 from Season 2 of The Kardashians. Uh, Later in this episode, we are going to give our reviews of... The premiere of Mighty Ducks Game Changer Season 2 and Hocus Pocus 2. So, uh, up first, is it just my imagination? <laughs> no, a Figment movie is in the works at Disney, and Walt Disney World fans will definitely know what the heck I was just talking about, uh, so fill us in on that. Disney's iconic Figment character is getting his own feature film at Disney. The fan-favorite Purple Dragon from Epcot's Imagination Pavilion at Walt Disney World was created while by Walt Disney's Imagineers Tony Baxter and Steve Kirk way back in 1983. So the feature hails from Seth Rogen's Point Grey with Pokemon Detective Pikachu's Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet set to write. We don't have too many other details available yet, um, but I know there's a Figment has a beloved fan base, so a lot of fans will be happy to hear this. I'm very curious how that character is going to like, you know, this could be either very good or very bad. Like, how how's that character going? Like, he's kind of like an annoying, like you know, character that's like kind of like in, in your face in that ride. So, like, I just wonder, like, how's that going to translate over the course of a an entire movie? I know he has his fans or whatever, mm-hmm. but and I I do like that ride, but it's just like, is that really going to translate well into an entire movie? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, interesting that they're going to give it a try. Uh, how about? Marvel's Armor Wars Disney Plus series is being redeveloped as a theatrical release. Yeah, so Marvel Studios' upcoming Armor Wars uh, was slated to be a series on Disney Plus, 
with Don Cheadle reprising his longtime role as James Rhodey Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine. Um, it's now making the jump to theatrical release. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, during the development process for the series, it was decided that the story uh, was better told as a feature film. So um, it's not going to be a series anymore. Uh, Yasir Lester, who uh, was head writer for the show originally, is going to continue on and write the feature film as well. Finally, Ryan Reynolds and Huge Jack, a huge Jackman team up for Deadpool 3. Uh, a lot of people were kind of disappointed that, that nothing was mentioned during the D23 Expo because the the Deadpool, Deadpool series is pretty pretty popular. And I know people were excited about, you know, a potential uh, third one of those. So that's happening. It's happening. So Ryan Reynolds took to social media. He announced it's coming to theater September 6th. 2024 so ryan reynolds took to social media to make the announcement we have a video up on the website if you want to take a look at that um but we don't have too many other details about the movie yet but um you remember deadpool one and two are available to stream now on disney plus that is it for our top stories as a reminder you can find links to all of these articles on our website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com. We've got uh, about 10 minutes left before we got to give our reviews of Mighty Ducks and Hocus Pocus 2, Michelle. So just let's go right into it. News Blast, 10 minutes, go. Alyssa Bowen has been named president of Disney Plus, effective immediately. In this role, Bowen will build on the flagship streaming service's reputation as a global destination for premium content. Bowen has led global business operations for Disney streaming platforms, including Disney Plus, since its launch in 2019. Bowen will work closely with key leaders across the Walt Disney Company to drive continued focus on innovation, including the forthcoming launch of the advertising-supported tier, as well as multi-channel promotional support for Disney Plus, and its robust content slate. Uh, Disney Plus and National Geographic announced uh, the following casting of the original series Genius MLKX, produced by 20th Television, Imagine Television, and Undisputed Cinema. Kelvin Harrison Jr. from The Trial of the Chicago 7 as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Aaron Pierre from The Underground Railroad as Malcolm X. Warush Opia, I believe is how you pronounce that name, from I May Destroy You, is uh, going to play Coretta Scott King, and Jamie Lawson from The Batman as Betty Shabazz. Principal photography is going to begin on this in uh, later this month uh, in Atlanta. And um, that's kind of uh, interesting. I think that's going to be kind of an interesting mm. show. They, they take great care in that series I they think, get it of, right yeah making sure that they get things right so that'll be cool to check out later so earlier th earlier this year it was announced that disney plus was developing a live action goosebumps tv series based on rl stein's popular books the series follows a group of high five high schoolers who unleash supernatural forces upon their town and must all work together in order to save it learning much about their own parents teenage secrets in the process so according to the site Hollywood North Buzz, the 10-episode series will begin filming in Vancouver this fall and winter. The outlet reports filming will take place from October 18th through March 31st, 2023, 
Under the working title Port Lawrence 93, Nick Stoller and Rob Letterman are attached as executive producers and writers for the series, and Letterman will also direct the first episode. Uh, so uh, Black, Pan- Black Panther Wakanda Forever is releasing on November 11th, and apparently the runtime for the film has uh, reportedly been revealed, and it's going to clock in at two hours and 41 minutes. That's pretty long, and it's going to make it one of the longer Marvel MCU uh, movies. So, uh, you know, plan your uh, drinking accordingly, your, your sodas or whatever you're having, if you're going to go see that in the theater, so that you don't have to... Uh, you know, make a run uh, during it because almost three hours is pretty long. It's a long time. Yeah. So, Bassam Tariq has exited as director of Marvel Studios Blade. Production on the project was scheduled to begin this November. Um, Marvel said in a statement to Deadline, due to continued shifts in our production schedule, Bassam is no longer moving forward as director of Blade, but will remain an executive producer on the film. We appreciate Bassan's talent and all the work he's done getting Blade to where it is. So uh, Maharshala Ali will play the iconic vampire hunter in the film, Delroy Lindo, and Aaron Pierre also star. Um, This comes out in theaters November 3rd, 2023. That's uh, not that far away. But no replacement yet? No replacement yet. Boy, is that really going to hit 2023 theaters if they don't even have... I don't know. Uh, Anyway, in its opening weekend, 20th Century Studios' Avatar assumed the number one position at the global box office 13 years after its original release in 2009, earning $30.5 million, 10 of which was uh, domestic and 20.5 internationally, according to Comscore. Uh, This was re-released around most of the world, and Avatar is reminding audience of the amazing and immersive 3D world of Pandora, leading into December's long-anticipated release of Avatar The Way of Water, the blockbuster first film in the franchise, also added to its worldwide box office record as the highest-grossing film of all time. Season 11 of FX's American Horror Story franchise has set its fall premiere date. American Horror Story New York City will premiere on Wednesday, October 19th, The first two episodes of the 10-episode season will drop at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on FX and will stream on Hulu. They will be followed by two episodes each Wednesday for four subsequent weeks. Um, So we don't have too many plot details for the upcoming season, but the next installment will include Joe Mantel, Billy Lord, Zachary Quinto, Russell Tovey, Leslie Grossman, Charlie Carver, Sandra Bernhard, um, Patty Lapone, and more. Um, and we've got a couple posters from the upcoming season if you want to take a look at that too. 20th Century Studios has shared a first look image for its upcoming Planet of the Apes film, which we have a link to on our website, DisneyPlusInformer.com. Uh, plot details for this next installment have been kept under wraps, but Wes Ball from The Maze Runner is penning the script and will direct Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, will star Owen Teague, Freya Allen, and Peter Macon, and production is supposed to uh, begin next month with the film arriving in 2024. I've never watched a single one of those Planet of the Ape movies that I enjoyed. So I really? Don't know, I don't know. I, I have no real interest in I this haven't one. watched any of those, I, I, ne- so I don't know. I've been, I thought the old ones were really creepy. Yeah. I, I didn't like them at all. 
Disney-branded television has ordered the Disney original movie, The Slumber Party, based on the well-known teen novel, The Sleepover, by Jen Malone. Academy Award winners Brian Grazer and Ron Howard serve as executive producers on the movie. Um, The Slumber Party depicts the hilarious aftermath of a sleepover birthday party, hypnotism gone wrong, as best friends Megan and Paige, along with soon-to-be stepsister Veronica, wake up with absolutely no memory of the night before. Now they must retrace their steps to find missing birthday girl Anna Maria and explain why there's a flock of baby ducks in the bathtub, what happened to Megan's left eyebrow, and why she's wearing unattainable hottie Jake Ramirez's signature black hoodie. It's like the teen version of The Hangover. <laughs> I don't know. This just sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, finally for me today, I, a new rumor suggests that Harrison Ford, who apparently was in some movies starring the called were called Indiana Jones and Star Wars. I'm not I'm not familiar with any of those, uh, but he could be joining the MCU in Marvel Studios Thunderbolts film, which is going to hit theaters uh, in July 2024. And this rumor comes from movie scooper Jeff Snyder, who says Ford either is or was the studio's top choice to star in Thunderbolt. As the general himself, we've got a link to that social media post on our website. According to the rumor, Ford would be recast to play Thunderbolt Ross, who was previously portrayed by the late William Hurt. Uh, Snyder went on to say that Marvel wanted to announce Ford as Ross with the rest of the Thunderbolts cast at the D23 Expo. However, Lucasfilm didn't want to distract from Indiana Jones 5, along with Ford's hesitation to replace his friend and colleague William Hurt. As always, since this is just nothing but a rumor because nothing is uh, confirmed by Disney or Marvel, we treat it as that. But that would be interesting. Speaking of interesting, it's time for our review. What we were watching this week, uh, we've got the premiere of Hocus Pocus 2, the the long-awaited, uh, much-hyped Hocus Pocus 2. And then season two of The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. We checked both of these out this week. And if you don't want any spoilers for those, then go ahead and skip ahead to the end. Uh, But if you don't care about spoilers, I guess let's talk then, Michelle, about... Let's start with Mighty Ducks Mm -hmm. uh, Game Changers season two. This is just based on the first episode that we watched. This is just the first episode. Um, It is titled Icebreaker, so I'll go through my little synopsis here. So after winning back the Mighty Ducks team name last year, our squad with Hart and their coach, Alex Morrow, Lauren Graham, take to the road to attend to an intense summer hockey institute in California run by charming yet hardcore former NHL player Colin Cole, who is played by Josh Josh Demel. It's a place for kids to get excellent at hockey without school to get in the way as our ducks try to survive in this super competitive environment. They're faced with the question, can you win summer? Uh, Justin and I both loved the first season of this series. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking forward to season two. Of course, Emilio Estevez was in the first season and he reprised his role as Coach Bombay. And he was missing from season two and kind of replaced by Josh Jamel's character. Yeah. Um, so it's right off the bat, one of the things that you'll notice is that a lot of the kids from season one that were on the 
uh, Don't Bothers, which became the Mighty Ducks, are mm-hmm. are gone. <laughs> there is yeah, not the, the, the same cast, team allowed. The, the, cast the cast is, is like a little thinned tapered out, tapered down, and. I really wanted to like this and there's just something happened. Um, the chemistry between the cast that was there in the beginning um, is not there anymore. Maybe maybe um, maybe we were uh, you know enjoying season one through the rose tinted lenses of nostalgia uh, yeah. to, to some point uh, maybe you know, it, it definitely just was overall much better than the first episode of, I mean, this of this one. This really one. fell flat. And even like uh, Maxwell Simpkins, who plays Nick on the team, he was like a, a favorite last season. He, he he provided a lot of humor. and I felt like the cast that remained like, outside of Josh Duhamel like forgot how to act almost. Like they just, everything felt forced. Everything fell flat. Uh, the, there was there it just like lacked any kind of chemistry or even reason for being really like it's just i i i guess i feel like you know maybe it was the nostalgia that drove me to want to continue watching the first season but, but the first season like the, the, the season it, it was good it was better stories it was well acted uh it was funny this this first episode was just a, a real stinker. It felt like they had to run together and put something together really quick it, or something. It felt it like felt, it was done quickly. It yeah. felt like uh, the the hockey action, like the the, the parts where they're that actually doing that. was poorly done. It felt poorly done. It felt like kind of as though uh, the the director was told, hey, you've got uh, 25 minutes to get these shots, so just like do whatever and we'll put it together. It just felt really, really bad and, you know, Josh Demel has has been a pretty well known name um, in in acting for a, quite a long time. I felt, you know, he, it's not like the shows or the or some of the movies he's done are like, you know, it, it's not like he's Dan, been Daniel Day Lewis or whatever. But like, I feel like you know he's given respectable performances, and he did he he was fine in in his role. But like everything around it just felt like. B rate compared to him, and like, I just don't even know why he's in this. To be honest, yeah, it just it, it, this did not work. It was it was awful for me. I, I, I don't want to. I don't even want to continue watching. Yeah, it, to be I feel honest. the same. I hate to say this because I loved the first season, and I, and I still wanted to love this. And I have to give this a five. I will give it one more shot with the next episode, and then after that, I will not watch it unless it really gets yeah, a lot they, better. Yeah, I, I'm I'm one more episode that I will I will watch just to you know a, a, even good shows can can have bad episodes but uh I I'm even lower than you I'm, I'm giving this a three on the first mm-hmm. one it's one of the worst shows I've ever sat through I, th- I just thought yeah, it was absolutely that's terrible that's it, hard and to say I, I feel bad because I wanted to like it I, I like the kids I like the yeah. I like Lauren Graham I like Josh Jamal but mm-hmm. like it just ugh, it didn't work and it was awful yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, episode two will uh, be out later uh, this next week. So we'll, we'll watch it one more time and see what happens and let you know our thoughts on that. Uh, here's an, uh, kind of a opposite uh, side of the spectrum for me. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. This is the very long-awaited, um, much-hyped uh, 
return to this world than these characters uh, from the original cast members of the it's a cult classic. I don't think that when it initially came out, it did not set the world on fire, but over the years, it became just one of those traditional it is. cult it's classic, a cult classic. Hall- Halloween, it has this uh, Halloween, Halloween movies that mm-hmm. every people watch every single year. It's got a huge devoted fan base, and a lot of people were really excited when this was coming out. So. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2, give us our, our little synopsis of this. Yes, yeah, so like you said, this is the sequel to the Halloween classic, which brings back the delightfully wicked Sanderson sisters for more comedic mayhem. So Hocus Pocus 2 stars Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy, and is directed by Anne Fletcher. It's been 29 years since someone lit the black flame candle and resurrected the 17th century sisters, and they are looking for revenge. Now it is up to three high school students to stop the ravenous witches from wrecking a new kind of havoc on Salem before dawn on All Hallows' Eve. I um, like this so much more than I thought I was going to. Um, I will start off with that. Um, I know you did too. I thought it was, it was, it it definitely exceeded my expectations. Mm -hmm. I would probably not include myself in like the the fan base of the first one. I've seen it before, uh, maybe multiple times over the years, um, bits and pieces here, the entire thing, you know, all the way through. Probably, you know, I think that came out when I was what? When did, what? You, do we know what year the first one came out? Uh, was like, I feel like I was like twelve or thirteen when it, that first came out. So, you know, over the years, I've I've seen it multiple times. Never was the biggest fan of it, but um, you know, it, it it is what it is, and it it has plenty of fans, and and it's a well made, goofy Halloween style movie. Um, it so I I didn't really have any expectations, nor did I care too much about any expectations going into this. I just you know thought I I'll give it a shot, and it was. Pleasantly surprising. It it felt well done. It it felt like a legitimate like you know big release movie. Like the special effects were cool. The acting was surprise. It, it's a like the characters are kind of absurd, but the actresses, it, it, you know, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, they all like absolutely nailed their performances. Especially Bette Midler. Oh, like, this, this was, was her movie. This was definitely her movie. She she really she just owns that character in this, and uh, she really stole the show. Yeah, and absolutely. I think we we you looked it up. When we were watching, you said she's seventy six. She's seventy six years old and does, apparently still has a, on has top a, of her game. Lost, lost a beat yeah. uh, in the acting chops. She's still as talented as ever. And if you were a fan of the first Hocus Pocus, or you know you you want to show that to some kids, and then I would definitely recommend uh, following up with this one. It, it's it's really well done. It, it's a it's a good homage to the first one. I know they call it like a one. comedy, but I think it's just more silly than yeah, it, a comedy. I, it, it, it didn't really, like, there were no parts that made me laugh or I, yeah. the humor and it was kind of lost on me, but I, it was it was captivating enough to actually hold my interest from beginning to end. I I didn't, I wasn't offended by anything in it. It, it, it worked for me. It was well done. And there's like one uh, musical number in there that I thought was really well done mm-hmm. um, too. And yeah, the cast was good. Um, I, I, I give them a props lot of... for not just kind of phoning it in and doing it for a paycheck. Like I, I feel like they actually put a lot of time. It felt and authentic and, and it like felt, it was. It felt like it. It, it wasn't had, a cash grab. And... It, it had a reason to mm-hmm. exist and it, it was well done. So uh, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of the first one. I, I 
I'm not going to, you know, scream from the mountaintops that Hocus Pocus 2 is the best movie ever. But if you liked the first one, I could definitely say without a doubt, watch the second one. You will enjoy it. Uh, there, There's some, you know, you know pay us homage to the, to, the, to the first one in different ways. Um, you know, I'm sure like lots of people will recognize mm-hmm. like some of the stuff that they call back to in, in the second one. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say... For me, this movie, I'm going to give it a seven. Uh, if you're a, a big fan of it, you might like it way more than than I did. I, I know that you, you're probably right around there with me. I'm at an eight. Um, I definitely think that if you're a fan of the original, that you're going to love this. And um, there's already rumors about possibly them going uh, for a third. Got to make it a trilogy, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. But um, yeah, definitely a pleasant surprise. Well, there there is a lot of talent there. I mean, Bette Midler has been a an acclaimed actress and and you know performer for mm-hmm. for decades now. And Sarah Jessica Parker's obviously had a, a lot of success over the years in, in film and television. So I mean, there, there's a lot of talent behind uh, what went into that. So yeah, it, it was it was the one of the bigger surprises that I've had. I was much more surprised at how good i thought this was like compared to like you know pleasantly surprised versus how disappointed i was with (laughs) mighty ducks like it was just totally flip-flop i i expected mighty ducks to be much more interesting to me and it was a complete role reversal so that's our review of mighty ducks game changers season two premiere and hocus pocus two that's going to do it for our episode this week thank you so much for joining us we hope that you come back next week please take a moment to rate review and subscribe but most importantly to our podcast we would totally appreciate that be sure to visit our website disneyplusinformer.com for all the latest news rumors reviews release schedules and more you can email us at podcast at disneyplusinformer.com uh, you can also follow us on twitter that's at more disney plus stop by and visit our facebook page we would love to see you there we're gonna get out of here so until next time we'll see you later see you later bye